Welcome to Leeway 10 Pod, Series 2. My name is Luke Hereford, I'm an Associate Artist for Leeway Productions, and alongside some special guests, I will be hosting this series. I am joined once again by my favourite partner in podcasting crime, it's Leeway's very own Artistic Director, Ang Harrod Lee. How are you, Ang Harrod? I'm fine, Luke. Plodding on, as we always say. I'm excited. We're going, into, we're going into an R&D. We'll be in a real room with real humans next week. So I'm, oh. I'm very excited about that. That is super exciting. That's the dream right now, isn't it? It is. Uh, so you'll be living anxious. the dream. Yeah, quite anxious about it, though, just to, you know, get those creative juices going again. And um, do I remember how to do my job more than <laughs> anything? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you'll... You'll figure it out sort of halfway through the week, which may be too late by then, but... (laughs) In today's episode, we will be discussing the different pathways into musical theatre in Wales. Um, This is quite an exciting one for me on on a personal note, because I think education for musical theatre in Wales is is certainly growing. And so, I mean, what are your thoughts, Angharad? Why did you want to kind of cover this subject, this series? Just, I think, because exactly that, it's growing, it's evolving, and I just think we as an industry need to keep conversing with each other. The landscape is changing so dramatically at the moment because of COVID, and I just think there's a really exciting opportunity here for all the factions who are dealing with musical theatre to come together and, and converse, and we need to get better at that, I think, in Wales. Absolutely. Seems like a good segue into introducing our guests. Yeah, so uh, today's first guest is Ailir Owen Griffiths. Ailir is a senior lecturer and course director for a number of performing arts programmes within the University of Wales Trinity St David, including BR Performio, a unique Welsh medium programme, and the BA and MA musical theatre courses. Studying a BA at College Drindod and MA composition at Royal Welsh College of Music and Drama, Ailir was the MD for Llangollen International Musical Eisteddfod between 2011 and 2017. He is a composer and conductor of award-winning choir Cor Ecafin. We are also joined today by Vivian Kerr, the Head of Musical Theatre at Royal Welsh College of Music and Drama. Vivian established the MA Musical Theatre programme in 2011 after a successful and varied career performing in musical theatre. She trained at Welsh College of Music and Drama and the Royal Academy of Music, and she has also written the undergraduate BA Ons Musical Theatre Programme for Royal Welsh College of Music and Drama, which launches in September 2021. Passionate about comprehensive training for the contemporary and changing musical theatre industry, she's held the position of external examiner for musical theatre programmes at several UK institutions, as well as being convener for degree programme reviews at Royal Conservatoire of Scotland. Vivian is also a patron of Together We Stand UK, a new organisation supporting victims of abuse within the arts. And in 2020, she was awarded the ARAM Associateship of the Royal Academy of Music. We're thrilled to have both Ailir and Vivian joining us today. Welcome, both of you. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much. How lovely. It's my first podcast. Yes, and mine. (laughs) Oh, great. Lovely. How exciting. First time for everything. Um, Did you enjoy those introductions? I did. I probably, um, give give it another opportunity, I might go back and edit mine. I think it was a bit wordy. (laughs) (laughs) And and I think mine was too short, but there we are. (laughs) 
Oh, hey, so I've got a I've got a big question to start us off with. Um, so I'm wondering what you think makes Wales specifically a crucial training ground for musical theatre at the moment? Oh, well, um, that's definitely a really big question um, for all of us who are in Wales. Um, and I think, you know, it's worth saying that we, we've still got a lot to do in discovering where those answers are. Um, for me, I think there's such a strong, you know, in Wales, a Stedford tradition. Um, there is a, you know, a, a, a tradition of Welsh and Welsh language musical theatre as well. The Welsh language schools and the culture within Welsh schools does sort of promote that. Um, and there is a huge appetite for musical theatre training throughout the UK. So why not Wales, you know, with that culture behind us? Um I know that there's a huge Welsh contingent, a visible Welsh contingent in professional musical theatre. You can go from sort of John Owen Jones through to um, Caroline Sheen, Connie Fisher, Sophie Evans. There's lots of role models there. Um, and I think what's happened in the past is that people have... Uh, thought that London, uh, because of the number of theatres that are in London, that the London is the place to train. So I think, you know, in the past, we've lost quite a few potential people to London. Um, so, yes, there's a lot to sort of unpick there, really. But, you know, there's lots of initiatives for the generation of new musical theatre from in Wales, which, you know, some of the panel will know about. So, so it's, you know, which is sort of set to continue that spearheading of employment opportunities in and for Wales. So I think, you know, we're going to see hopefully some increased programming of Welsh writing for musical theatre. I mean, you can see a little bit uh, happening at Wales Millennium Centre, for example. Um, you know, and there's smaller enterprises and venues in Wales. And, you know, other initiatives that are sort of currently being sort of touring regional Welsh venues. But I think there's a lot there that's sort of bubbling away in different pots that needs to kind of be brought together in a more joined up conversation. I think with the um, Welsh language, um, Viv picked up on, on, on there with the Welsh language schools. And I think, you know, um, every every um, youngster that's been through any of the Welsh medium schools they they tend to do a, a production at Christmas time or at Easter time and there's always this sort of buzz about a musical theatre production within within the Welsh, Welsh schools and I think um, you mentioned the the appetite and then of course that feeds into of course the Eisteddfod and and of course as the Eisteddfod moves from location to location there's always a, an opportunity for for young people to 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 go into um, large-scale productions within the Stavod circuit. And I think that's when it, it sort of is, is embedded. And, of course, you know, you can't go to any Stavod without an outshoiger, a, 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 a solo out of a, out of a musical as, as one of the competitions that so many people look forward to. And I think that's embedded into, into, into the youngsters. And that's why they see musical theatre as, as something to, um, to go for, to aim for. And as we've said, also with the um, uh, with the London-based um, uh, the the idea of, of going to London to study musical theatre, but of course, I think that there's there's opportunities um, um, for for young people to study musical theatre, but they not necessarily have to go um, over the border, if you like, um, to, to study. And I think that that's what we what we need to embed is the idea of of of, of Wales 
to create its own musical theatre. And, and I think that what this conversation sort of starts um, today, in a way, is, is is an opportunity to see where our, where collaboration is possible and work the universities and the colleges working together with centres like Canolfan Millennium Cymru, um, like Theatre Cloyd, Pontio, and and um, the Arts Centre in Aberystwyth, um, you know, all these wonderful venues that then can can host so much fantastic things. Because I'm seeing how, how wonderful the Theatre Cloyd has been working o- over the lockdown period is fantastic, and the Norg, of course, as well. Um, I, I just think there's so many opportunities, and maybe it's during this COVID time is the time to reflect on what we have and, and what we, we, we could achieve. Um, and, and I think our students then will benefit from all, all those wonderful collaborations that can be, that can be um, brought forward. So I think it's a very healthy time and a healthy um, opportunity-wise for, for young people looking to going into, into musical theatre. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that you both brought up the Eisteddfod um, and that tradition, I'm just wondering, which is so essential to us, I just wonder whether having the Eisteddfod has been a challenge in in how we perceive musical theatre and just, you know, because it, it's been a competition or it's been something that you do in the Eisteddfod and for the Eisteddfod, I'm, and I, this is a negative comment at all, I'm just wondering if, if how do we overcome that challenge? I mean, I think for me, I would say that uh, really possibly the aims of the Estefards and, you know, musical theatre training are slightly different. Um, you know, the Estefard is very sort of presentational, as you you know correctly mentioned, it brings in the element of competition, which brings a kind of different energy maybe into the room, although it's very collaborative and celebratory. Um, I think, you know, the real business of telling difficult stories is 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 one that maybe isn't as palatable to you know the Eisteddfod tradition um I could be wrong I could be wrong I don't have as much direct experience of it not being a first language uh, first language Welsh speaker but I do I do think it's moving on from that you know that initial interest that is sparked in the repertoire um sparked in you know being able to perform and communicate with an audience and using your talents to do that and then maybe moving into a slightly different area which is maybe a little bit more in depth and and difficult in a different way if that makes sense yeah, I, 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 I agree there, and there's there's two two things there as well that um to to, to consider is the is is where where our traditional musical theatre in Wales come from, and and it is um the the basis of um Cymru Theatre Maldwin, which um, tend to concentrate on um quite um historical um uh, events of of of. Of Wales um, and uh, and the Mabinogi and the and uh, Merchbeca and and all these sort of quite old-fashioned in a way look back at Wales instead of looking forward and I think that the, that's that's where it's so interesting when the competition element comes that there's so many translations um, that are used and, and and I know that the Estevans is trying to develop that and I think Angharad maybe you're involved in that in the, the idea of of presenting. Um, competitions where where we we're looking at at having um that that one of the pieces have to be by a welsh composer or from a, a welsh a, an actual welsh musical um 
and to be interesting then um, with with translations because the, um, there's a tendency then to go for the more contemporary musical theatre pieces and, and do them in in um, translated in, from English in Welsh. Yeah. You know? uh, so so it's an interesting conversation there to be had about um, what is the the um, the stuff that's readily available in the Welsh language for for um, uh, for for people to perform. And then, but the other thing we have to think about is the fringe element of the Eisteddfod as well. If you think the way that the Eisteddfod has developed over the last few years is it's gone more festival based, yeah. and I think what's happening on on the outskirts in in the in the um, in the different um, theatre tents and um, the theatre again Lethal is doing that's opening doors to more interesting and more challenging subjects. But when will we see those? Um, those being featured on the main stage, I do not know. I agree with Alien. I think, you know, what I do understand about the Estevod is, you know, the proliferation of translations of um, contemporary musical theatre pieces which exist in English. And I think it would be very interesting to see, you know, to help um, to support the generation of new Welsh musical theatre. And so I think that's very important because that's the lifeblood then, isn't it, of the, the future of what we do in Wales and for Wales. Something that you both brought up as well was this idea of being London focused and Viv you said something really interesting about how we lose a lot of people to London in terms of their training um and you know we've kind of already addressed that maybe we are starting to move away from that um but how are we starting to move away and and what's what's kind of changing the industry that makes training outside of London I guess more of an option for people uh yeah I think there's a lot of reasons for that really I think I think people are becoming more aware of uh well partly the expense and the congestion all the difficulties maybe that living in London can bring um I think people are becoming a bit more aware of the sort of uh, availability of training op- options and that's at FE and HE level you know in the um the last couple of months I've been doing lots of uh, meetings with potential feeder institutions you know which have been you know in Scotland and in in Brighton and and in Liverpool there's lots of places that are interested in helping their students to go on to the next level into studying music theatre higher education level so I think um, people are becoming more aware and I think you know with Covid possibly with Brexit or although maybe to a lesser extent, people are happier to stay at home. I think there's a big move. People are celebrating home and kinship and togetherness much more. And with that becomes more of a uh, an environment where we can celebrate um, locality and, and, and culture in a different way, rather than the globalisation um, uh, pandemic, if you like, of the last sort of 10 20 years so i think things are becoming a bit more local so people are finding out what's available locally i think you know the big change of the industry people know that they might have to train differently people are a bit nervous about moving away from home potentially because of covid and they know that they need a really lateral a really wide skills based for potentially in a few years a very different industry coming out you know are we going to see the end of not the end but a, a, you know a significant reduction in the huge sort of end of pros big main house productions are we going to see more community and online platforms i think people are beginning to ask those questions about who are we making the work for who are the audiences and so that's facilitating lots of really interesting arts conversations um we've certainly had 
no decrease in our applications. Uh, I mean, we have a new course opening in September, which you know about, um, uh, which has an astonishingly high number of applications, which we were really, you know, pleasantly surprised to see. And I think people are looking for distinctive and creative ways in which to study musical theatre. So things that bring in other things rather than directing them straight to the factory of the West End. We're starting to see in Wales more homegrown work. So if mm. there's if people can train at home and then work towards being in something perhaps like a new musical at the Millennium Centre, either on the main stage or in a studio environment, that's it's yeah, it's it just seems like the landscape is changing, doesn't it? Yeah, and I think, you know, I, I think quite a lot of the time the more interesting challenges uh, happen in the, you know, the more esoteric places. I've done lots of workshop work as a performer myself, which is a great place um, to um, exercise your craft, I suppose. And you're working directly with creatives. So you're you're contributing collaboratively to creative futures. And I think that's very important. So if we can embed that in training, embed those skills into training, the whole culture of, of musical theatre might start to look different. Aileen, because um, I work obviously with you and, and the courses quite a lot, I've, I've witnessed the, the huge shifts that you've had to do so incredibly quickly and incredibly well. Um, you know, the teaching online, blended learning, but beyond that, I'm just wondering, you know, what will you retain from this time? Are there elements that you've had to bring in that you think you retain in the training? Well, I, I think, um, uh, uh, um, thinking of, of what Viv was saying there, I, I think the world is much smaller now <laughs> because we're, we're much more connected. And I think that um, thinking of the, the, the benefits of what happened, um, what, what we had to do so quickly, as in we, <laughs> um, I just, I just, remember March the 23rd and we knew that we, that we had a musical to put on. Um, it was in, in, you know, I'd been writing um, a musical to be performed live and then we had to switch then and then within what was it three months we went from having a blank piece of paper to actually writing a full set of 15 songs for um, a lovely group of, of students and then been but have to move very quickly and, and create something and I think that those students coming out of, of the course last year um, from doing that process and, and basically they, they had no option because other, other other groups had had options to to um, to delay or, or to defer, but this but this particular group had to because they were going on to to study, and I think some of them came over to the Welsh College to you to study uh, the MA Viv, but it, but what was amazing is how the students had to change and had to work very very quickly, and and I think that that having that platform that online platform as well as the live platform has made a world of difference and i think that that's that's a direction that things that i would like like to keep and and and, and look that that we do look at the digital world we don't all of a sudden when covid um allows us to do so that we don't just go back to our our normal ways of working and i think that uh, because the world is so small now with uh, with the connections and the network that the additional network that we've managed uh, to develop during during these times i think that things are going to be very very different and creating work i think that what it's taught a lot of the students as well and and what we've been able to to guide them more with is creating their own work and and the importance of being um uh, 
self-sufficient as well because of course they've had to do a lot more in their in their in their bedrooms they've had to do more of uh, upskilling themselves very very quickly and i think those those skills are things that are going to be um perfect for them for for the future and the students i think that we will be seeing on our stages in um um, in three, five years' time, are the people that worked really hard through the through this time and and learned new ways of working, and and I think those are the students that are that are going to succeed in 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 the very challenging industry. Um, so so I think that there's a lot of pluses. I think um, that the the students and the the staff at this time maybe we haven't we don't realize it now because we're right in the middle of it. I think there's a lot of benefits that will come out of this that, that will create a completely different form of musical theatre going forward. Yeah, it's great that you've um, touched upon the creation of work. It uh, it leads nicely to the to the next question. So at uh, UWTSD, you're offering training in both English and Welsh language. So I guess with more Welsh language graduates who have specific MT training um, kind of coming into the industry, do you think that this will feed the future Welsh MT works? You know, can yeah, we- I, I, I think it generally will. Um, and I think that's that's the emphasis. And that that's, that's the specific... If you, if you think of the BR Performio course in particular, is that the element of, of performing is there, but also the, the element of creating their own work is, is, is quite a part of the, of the degree as well. And I think that's really healthy because I think that especially coming out of COVID, as in the, the, the big theatres, uh, you know, that goal I don't think is, is there. I think that uh, people need to think of coming out of, 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 of um, university and uh, college and, and developing their own work and, and being able to do that and have the skill set to do that is, is really important. And I think the Welsh language in particular, I think, um, again, it's a, it's a time of re- reflection as well, as in where are our musical theatre composers? You know, yeah. there's um, your the work that you're doing with your 10 minute musicals is fantastic. Um, but where is the, the platform for them to then develop even further? And I think that's really, really, really important that we, we have. And also if you just think of um, television at the moment in Wales, that we've got so many pieces of work being done bilingually. Um, and I think maybe that's an area we could explore is in the world of theater as well, to have um, productions in Welsh and English, the same work being um, produced um, because I think there's there's opportunities there because of course hinterland um, and um, uh, uh, what's that in English hope is it is, is it hope um, the, those programs are obviously working and tapping into a much wider audience for for Welsh um, writers and Welsh um, um, actors could we be looking at the same kind of thing in 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 Wales? with some of the theatre work that we're doing is that there is an opportunity for bilingualism. And then, of course, the opportunities then for people that have stayed and studied in, in Wales that can use both languages, the opportunity is even greater. That's just my thoughts, really. That kind of idea of coming out of training and thinking more about oneself as a creator or, or a kind of a, a more all-inclusive artist kind of actually leads me on to this next question because I trained... I'm a, I'm a musical theatre programme at Welsh College. Do you, do you remember me, Viv? It was many I do, years ago now. I do remember you. Absolutely, <laughs> I do. Yes. How could you say more? Say more, indeed. And I guess my experience of the course was that we weren't necessarily encouraged to fit into one specific route into the industry. And mm. it meant that pretty much as soon as I graduated, I was able to 
start directing work, even though I didn't have experience of directing and my training was as a performer. So yeah. do you think that that's quite uncommon? Because I certainly found at the time that that was a unique experience of acting training. Well, um, I absolutely do remember you. Uh, I think it'd be a long time before <laughs> I forget you. Um, all for good reasons. Um, I, I take that as a compliment of the training because we're able to train. We have quite small cohorts. So we are able to train individuals. When I was writing the um, this new BA programme, I consulted with a lot of other um, musical theatre UK institutions to say, what do I need? What do I need? And I went and spoke to lots of agents, casting directors, did a, a lot of sort of that research. And quite a few people said, well, all musical theatre training is the same. And I was not satisfied with that. I thought it can't be, you know, it's not about, it can't be all musical theatre training is the same. Otherwise, what's the difference? You know, you wear a different t-shirt. Going to, it just didn't seem satisfying at all. Mm. And I think what's interesting, I mean, Welsh College actors tend to be known for their individuality, maybe quirkiness, and the fact that they are, you know, multi-skilled, they are well-rounded, they're professionally trained, they know how to do the job, and crucially, they're people that other actors and employers want to work with. So we started off with that sort of ethos, which meant we were able to keep the cohort small, which gives you kind of the, the breadth uh, of of time with the students really to understand how they tick uh, but it is very much a two-way process I mean you came exceptionally well read you know a lot about the subjects lots of subjects so you I didn't realize we were training a director at all but I think uh, it's very interesting to know that you felt the training was broad enough based to enable you to step virtually into directing I do think that approach to training is still uncommon uh, but I think we are getting better at encouraging different pathways. Sometimes you see that more formalised in some courses where they say this is an actor muso pathway or this is the, the actor singer pathway or this is the dancer pathway. But um, I, I'm not doing that currently. But, you know, I think there's new courses popping up and I think that allows for inclusion of new course elements which can reflect industry changes. So really, I, I've written the course that I've written now to reflect the current industry, really. So from there, you might get your actor musos, your creative practitioners, these collaborative contributors. Um, and I think that's the old model, really, versus the new model, which is one of which is going to be high support and high expectation, but across a, a lateral skill set. Um, and so you allow then the room for sort of self-expression with things like repertoire, with maybe bringing in other skills to musical theatre. So, you know, the actors that we try and hopefully develop, you know, a bit more autonomy as creative beings rather than just interpreters as the old school musical theatre model would have you yeah. train us. Yeah, I think I think it's great that as well that we've got these two BA musical theatre courses now that are going to sit side by side. And just a, a challenge to both of you, I guess, is how do we stop this be, becoming a, a competition between courses? Um, because, you know, if I was 18 and I had these choices, that would be so exciting. So how do we collaborate, you know? There's going to be a, a fantastic pool of young people with a common interest within the capital city. Um, working through Welsh, working through English. Um, I think that 
if if there were opportunities to work together to to and then to champion and this is this is the key now is to champion our um, creative as well because I think that if we if we are uh, training up performers, then those performers should be raising the flag for Welsh um, composers, um, writers, um, so so that that if there's an opportunity to work together for that um, aim, I think that that's where both of us really should be should be working so that we that we are, are supporting our own um, um, creative people as well because I, I think there's there's so much opportunity there and then have the individuality also um, that that it doesn't become a, a, a competition that it becomes a mutual respect and um, and I think that that's 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 where we'll grow um, and 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 grow um, side by side I think that there's, there's only benefits that'll come out of of of, of a, an addition a bigger pool of, of of like-minded people in the same in the same place i think that's absolutely true i don't think there's any you know i think the idea of competition as a negative force i think we we both you know coexist each institution has a different vibe doesn't it you know and will appeal to different people but certainly judging by application numbers there isn't any shortage so I don't think there'd be competition in that way and I think absolutely I think there's lots of areas in which we can find collaboration and I'd also like to say that the healthy respect already exists (laughs) (laughs) just to say I was just provoking that's all She's good at that. <laughs> um, so building on um, what you've both said about kind of raising the bar, raising the profile of creatives in Wales, how do we now show that musical theatre exists beyond the West End? You know, you're perfectly placed to do that as institutions. Yeah, I think this goes back to the earlier question. So, you know, historically, musical theatre has been based in London due to the number of theatres, but it has never been exclusively populated by Londoners. You know, people have come from all regions all over the UK, um, you know, and as we know, you know, from our amazing theatrical culture in Wales. um, I think lots of performers are as keen to work at home as well as away from home and certainly um, post-Covid, that's going to be the case even more. And I don't think necessarily London is always the central point of theatre because of the, you know, there's a very, very successful touring circuit, UK touring circuit, which Wales is part of, um, you know, with, with the big tours that open at WMC, for example. I mean, London... London as a centre at any, any given time, you know, there'd be 25 musicals on every night in London. So there's a huge revenue there and all of the, you know, associated industries there. But at the moment, just to do the facts and figures bit, there is a 97% slump and that's in the 2.7 billion a year revenue. Um, wow. You know, 34 million people visit London theatres a year. So, why can't we have a little slice of that revenue brought to Wales and the associated industries, you know, with the restaurants and the hotels and the taxis and the ice creams and the merchandising coming into into the Wales um, pot? I think, you know, and there's a programming question to be answered there, isn't there? And I think we can get better at that. It's, in, it's interesting you're saying that. I think for, for, from 
where I'm sitting with the pet perspective is the challenge now we have as an industry is uh, gaining the trust of our audiences again. And I think the way we're going to do that is in our local theatres, in our local rugby clubs, in our. So, how do we train? Um, and I'm not saying they haven't got these aspirations, but how do we how do we encourage young people to to see that performing a musical in a rugby club is absolutely a success story? I think we just um, provide opportunities for them to do it, and then have you know kind of. Um, you know, some kind of feedback circle where they can assess the impact. So it's not just benefiting the performer who gets to do the performance and isn't that lovely because, you know, that's the vain part of it, isn't it? But I think if we assess, if we can really evaluate the impact of communities, then people will really understand that it is a viable, you know, performance is communication and performance is catharsis and it enables people to, you know, articulate things for themselves. So it's very, very valuable in times of um, societal struggle you know like we would see you know the clubs in Berlin in the second world war for example they flourished why not have that kind of culture now why not make it smaller why not make it really meaningful and I think that's a really important word make meaningful performance which isn't just centered around revenue and commercial targets thank you so much for joining us both Ailea and Viv um, but before we we say goodbye to you very big question but what do you each think is next for Welsh musical theatre? How how everything evolves with COVID, um, I generally think there is massive opportunities um, to to generate more work, more musical theatre pieces um, of of a larger scale, so that everybody can enjoy the music and the stories of of Wales. I think as all really important. I also wanted to go back to Alias point earlier on of perhaps um, bilingual, you know, in the way that, you know, those television programmes have been streamed, you know, both in the English language and the Welsh language. Um, I think that's incredibly useful and also really useful for Welsh learners, not just people mm. who are fluent in Welsh. So I think there's another there's another angle to that as well. I think it's creating the spaces where Welsh musical theatre can happen and um, just embedding and encouraging a respect for that and for new Welsh musical theatre, as well as all of that historical um, storytelling, which of course is so important culturally, but actually making it something, you know, so it's not just about Wales and Welsh stories, it's just about stories that happen to be about people that happen to, to be in the Welsh language. Yeah. So yeah. I don't yeah. think necessarily the subject matter always has to be Welsh-centric, if you see what I mean. And I think, you know, that way there'll be a really much more um, forward-thinking um almost future-proofed Welsh musical theatre industry beginning to grow. I'm just um, interested from your perspective, how we get audiences back into the regional theatres to support the smaller scale musicals, because they will flock from the valleys down to see, um, you know, your Les Mises and your Phantoms. But if you put something a little bit more specific in regional theatres, sometimes it's a challenge. So any thoughts on that? I think there's always a suspicion with new work. I think there always is, you know, for it depends on, you know, the, the programming of a certain venue. If a certain venue does mainstream tours and then all of a sudden does something a little bit more left field, I think that's a different audience base. So I think it's possibly about 
marketing and find not marketing to that same mainstream main house audience i think it's finding out where your student audience is where your welsh learner audiences are where your welsh speakers are um where your people interested in welsh culture are and specifically perhaps targeting that i i, I think um and Hara, there's an, there's a, a dialogue to be had there with um how theater genedlethal evolves over the, the coming years um especially for um Welsh, Welsh medium and musical theatre. I think that um, it'd be really interesting to see how they they program going going forward. Um, and I think they they possibly have a duty to to, to um, do more maybe in musical theatre as well as as as, as street theatre, if you like. But also National Theatre Wales um, is using their their network to support new new writing and and, and see if if we can engage in in, in that particular way. Thank you for listening to Leeway 10 Pod Series 2. You can stay up to date on all of our news on Twitter at Leeway Prods and by using the hashtag Leeway 10 Pod. You can also view captioned versions of all of our episodes on our YouTube channel.